Welcome to Everyday Finance and Economics with the Siglers, the podcast where we discuss what you need to know about personal finance and economics and give you practical advice on how to get started and be smart with your money. We're your hosts, Glenn and Christina Sigler. So, Christina, what's going on in the economy this week? With a tumultuous economic year behind us, a lot of people are looking for good news about the year ahead. And, well, the jury's officially still out on how that's going to turn out. Um, Most of the big banks expect some kind of financial downturn in 2023 due to the Fed's seven rate kites in 2022, which brought the interest rate from between zero and 0.25% to between 4.25 and 4.5%, which is a massive jump. The problem is also being exacerbated by an apparent decrease in consumer demand in 2022 compared to the prior years. The magnitude of the downturn is also up for debate, going between shallow and severe recession predictions, depending on who you ask. Um, And for our economic term of the day, I'm going to officially define a recession. A recession is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. So they have to be back to back. And it can only be called by the National Bureau of Economic Research, or NEBER for short. All right, Dad, I think it's time to get into this episode's topic. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about consumer culture in America. Wow, that could be the whole podcast topic itself, to uh, be honest. It, yes, it could. There's <laughs> a lot to and, unpack. And, and that, that is a lot to unpack. And actually, uh, mm. uh, you know, most, uh, most uh, academics think of modern consumerism as being born in the 1950s, post-World yeah. War II. Yeah. Um, wait, but, wait, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. I haven't okay. asked you the question yet. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Well, all, right. Go, go, all right. Go ahead. All right. If I wanted to broadly define consumer culture in America, like broadly, like very, very broad strokes, mm-hmm. where would I start? So you would probably, again, probably start with post-World War II uh, United States right. uh, when uh, the U.S. had uh, had a lot of pent-up demand mm-hmm. and savings. You couldn't buy things during wartime. Because you could, yeah. couldn't buy things during war. And, you know, there mm-hmm. was, you know, essentially a spectacular comeback from, from the Depression uh, through, through – uh, through the war effort just productivity just mass productivity and and we had all of these assets that could produce massive amounts of goods and so the folks that could make the goods had to come up with a way to make sure there was enough demand for the for the goods themselves and have a continual pipeline of goods yeah at first that that kind of did itself because people there was a lot of words you a lot of goods you couldn't buy during wartime so then after yep. the war ended people yep. really wanted yep. stuff right. but they had to find the way i think you're talking about the way to sustain that years that's after right. into the 50s right. into the 60s that's right and so that's when uh the 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 true modern consumerism at, at you know really fostered by the folks that were manufacturing the goods themselves mm-hmm. Uh, came to came to be, but there are precedents in the 1920s and the 1870s in the U.S. that lead to this. In the 1870s, the the mass production of mail order catalogs 
Sears and Sears and Montgomery Ward. My, you know, if you if you turn back the clock in eighteen seventy and in eighteen eighty, they were the Amazon of their time. Yeah, because they were sending their catalogs to everybody that could get mail wherever they were in the United States, and you could get everything. You get a plow. You could get clothes. You, you could even get a house. Oh, a mail order house, like a like a like a trailer house or like a no no no. no. They would send like the logs in the in the wood to you, and you could build the house. Oh, you'd have to build it on your own, though. I thought you meant somebody was going to send you like a ready made house. No, you would you would get you would Aww. get all the See, pieces. I need that. And you, I need. <laughs> and, and and so. And, and so you, you, we had a a big change mm -hmm. from you know what was going on in the you know early eighteen hundreds in the United States where they where um, the big uh, producers and sellers uh, who created these department stores in the big cities were now trying to reach everybody, and that's one of the key things about consumer. Hey, you're trying to reach everybody. Yeah, one that the, was the yeah. thing with like Henry Ford, right? When he yep. was trying to yep. Um, yep. expand his, he didn't right. want cars to just be for like the rich and famous. He wanted well, his workers to be able to afford the cars. So, so one of the key concepts was making these luxuries, which had heretofore been for the wealthy, making them available to everybody. No, not 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 the democratization of wealth, the democratization of, of things, buying things, yeah, of goods and having yeah. things. And so part of part of that process was making it cheap enough so that you could have a large enough audience. And then the next part about was changing the culture, because yeah. if, I think if you a go lot of. A big part of that was advertising, the change in advertising to absolutely. get to everybody. Absolutely. Right. But if you go back to when the country was founded, Benjamin Franklin was avid on saving. And that was the American culture. Hey, don't waste anything. Save yourself. And and when we were coming out of being a farming culture, you were just, you know, a lot of people were just having enough to survive. Well, now we had stuff starting in the, in the, 1870s, 1880s, you started seeing people with much more than enough to survive. And then you get into the 1920s, hey, people had plenty more because manufacturing was was out there. And so now you've got to change their attitude from that of, I'm going to save for everything and only buy the things I, I need to, hey, here's this new shiny thing. You, you need, need this. this. You need you this need in one your life every month, right? <laughs> and you need a new one every. That was the thing that got me about the fifties and sixties in researching this. Yeah. There was the attitude yeah. of, "Oh, you can't have the same one for more than like three months. You need to buy a new one every right. two seconds." Right. And like, well, if that, you don't have right, it new, right, you're right, doing right, something wrong. Right. right. Well, that that was the you know the new and improved slogan became a critical element. But what they were saying, what they were trying to do was essentially the beginning of lifestyle selling. Yeah. So, hey, if you don't yeah. have this, yeah, you, you know, if, or if you have this, it will change your life dramatically. Yeah. I think that was yeah. also helped by the propaganda of the day of like, yes, putting us against the 
economy and lifestyle of Russia and being like, oh, look at well, them. They have to reuse all their stuff. It's patriotism to buy a new thing every right. five minutes. Yeah. Well, so, so. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Was this not how this is today? Looking at ads they, they, from like they, the fifties, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy they, out they, there. They, uh, Just well, like this they, vacuum is going to change your entire life, make your husband well, love you yeah, more by getting yeah, the yeah, house yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I it's won't exactly deny that. that. They, 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 they did a lot of that, and 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 realistically, in the fifties and sixties, that was essentially the switch saving us from you know our our, our you know there there are articles saying that the primary role of the american citizen is to be a consumer and drive the rest of the economy and 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 oftentimes that's how they're viewed yeah capitalism anyway yes yes yeah <laughs> so that's how we start that's how we start and mm-hmm. we've kind of gotten into how we get to now but how have consumer trends changed since the pandemic? Well, so, you know, what we saw prior to the pandemic um, was, you know, there was a, a, a mix of you go to the store and see what you're going to buy. You touch it, you feel it, um, you, you know, you, you, you examine it, you compare it to others. And or or and you use the internet to maybe compare prices, compare options, see what compare prices. It, but also, there's there was the I I think it was widely like there were some things that you could buy online, right? Like right, um right, a pair right, like some right. candles. I don't know. Right, it's not going right, to be. But right. there's other things like a bed, furniture that you need and to so like there, see in person. Yeah, so there so there's certain things, and I think this has to do with the dollar amount of the good. That that amount of the good, were, and then also like the function of the good. I that, that's right. That were too risky mm-hmm. to to chance. To yeah. I'm just going to buy this online because who's going to have a mattress or a whole bed frame delivered to your house, and then how are you going to get that back to the shipping facility? Right, right. How are you going to return right. it? Right. And you know the pandemic forced us to change our consumer habits, and and so. Um, the the behavior that we had seen gradually changing from the early 2000s, you know, with the advent and, and Amazon was already big, right? <laughs> and, now and, she's you know, huge. by but now <laughs> it, it, it's huge, huge. and and yeah. and there and and the other retailers had to hurry and copy Amazon. Yeah. So now There's you got Target online, Walmart to, online, mm-hmm. all, uh, but they were already there. They just weren't as good at it now. You know you have to have a mix of both. Yeah, you have to have the capabilities. You can't have your site crashing. When I was younger than you, we still got the Sears catalog. So that mail order thing from the 1870s was still around in the 1960s and 1970s. Sure. I mean, it works, don't it? It, it, still, it still worked. But, you know, you went from that to store-centric, mall-centric, um, Big box department store centric. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the general department store sold everything to the big box tar- department store, which specialized in one thing or two things. That's the Best Buy. Um, yeah, that's the Ashley Home Furniture. And then you know the the mall sort of sort of has has begun to die She's out. Dead. 
She's dying. And yeah. and and with the advent of of um it, the internet, and now the mm-hmm. internet is is the area of growth for retail. The the big thing now is now a lot more people are ordering their groceries online. That was that uh, to me. That was like one of the that that was one of the last areas where people now people still go to the store, pick it up. So, but that's going to become you know. I think the a, main a the main point p- is that you can. Yeah. Yes. You the can. main point is that the yeah. pandemic mean yeah. meant that you right. could now right. do anything, right. whether or not you know how fast we're going to shift from one to the other. If we're ever going to completely shift, that's another thing. But the pandemic made it imperative to be able to at least do everything online. We can't underscore the importance of credit sure. in this. The credit yeah. card makes this work. Credit card, debit card payments, all that makes this paying work. installments, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and well, not just paying installments, the ability to have the transaction, you know, remotely w- <laughs> Using that oh, credit true, card. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that really, I mean, it facilitated the 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 huge growth in consumerism from the '60s to the 2000s. That that, that was yeah. the expansion of consumer credit. Um, mm-hmm. But along with that came debt problems. That's a whole another another part of that. Um, yeah. But it really facilitates the um, you know that and now the third party payments facilitates the online transaction. Yeah. Another thing that I think we saw in the pandemic was just the death, the slow death of cash. Yeah. There's not like the situations in which someone tells me that I need cash now. I now question whether or not I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's well, you, that's you're, a determining you're, you're, factor. You're trying to rob in me. whether or not I'm going to go. Because you're telling me you don't take Apple Pay. You're telling me you don't have yeah, Venmo. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me you don't yeah, have yeah, Cash yeah. App or PayPal yeah, or something yeah, else yeah, at this point. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You're telling me that I have to give you physical cash, which I first of all don't have. I don't have cash. Right. <laughs> so if you're telling me that you need cash, and, I don't need it. And, and that's that's a core generational difference. Because yeah. I still I still have cash because I grew yeah. up. With, with with your grandfather telling me, yeah, you got any money in your wallet? Cash is king. And I and, yeah. I, and I and I and I would go no, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. he would he would, would scold me, <laughs> right? But then but then but then I get some money. But I, yeah. like you, I was a I was a broke college student, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would I would right. get some money, and I would be able to buy lunch. But you know now you don't need that. You could just wave your phone at it. You know you got you know all sorts of ways to pay for it and stuff like that. And, or, or use a credit card or debit card or however you want to do it. Yeah, there's like 17,000 different ways to pay for things yeah, now yeah, yeah. that are not a cash. Yep. Yeah. Ca- yeah. That are not cash or a check. I don't think I've ever yeah. written a check for real, ever. Uh, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that, I know uh, that, how that's to. a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother. Yeah, issue, whole nother you know, episode. What, what, yeah. But, yeah. you know, what's the, what's the need for checks? Because, None. When you can do all the things that we've just talked about, and you yeah. can do bank to bank transfers on yeah. my laptop or on my phone. Yeah. And even the thing that's like, oh, it'll take one to three business days. Okay, a check's gonna take like seven because you have to send it through the mail. Yep. Also, yep. it might not even get there because it's the mail. It might get lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other risk factor to paying yeah. that 
didn't exist to the degree it does now, but no. How can I be conscious of my consumption style and not go crazy, go stupid when all these sales come in and I'm like, oh, all my favorite things are like 60% off and mm-hmm. not spend all my money. Mm-hmm. Right. So two, two, two critical things. Number one, mm-hmm. know why you're buying. No, no. Are you buying because you need it or you're buying because it's available? And, you know, if push comes to shove, you need to prioritize buying because you need it. Mm-hmm. And you have to examine that question thoroughly. Uh, do, do, I, do, I, do I need it because I don't have a pair of black boots? Mm. But <laughs> and you that, do need fill a out. pair of black boots. Wait, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you always need a pair of black boots. And if you don't have any, what are you going to do when you need to wear a pair of black boots? So there are alternatives to wearing things that need black boots. No, there's some staples that everyone needs. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. If I don't have a pair of black boots, but, I'm buying a pair all of black right, boots. So, but, all right. So again, mm-hmm. if, if that, there's going to be certain things that you, there's got to be, a, there's a minimum amount that you have to buy. Right. Right, and if if the, the, that pair of black boots is in that minimum, that's great. But if mm-hmm. this is your fourth or fifth pair of boots, sure, we'll and you got, that. yeah, <laughs> I'll concede. And, and, I'll and you don't have and you don't have an unlimited budget, mm-hmm. and you're and and you're not in the fashion industry where that becomes critical to you. Yeah, examine why you're buying those boots. Mm-hmm. The other is strict budgetary. Yeah. And look, at, at, at your, no one's budget is inexhaustible, mm-hmm. and 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 so you've got to be cognizant of you know what you had to spend, in in what areas of your life, mm-hmm. and yes, you know yes, you may have a job and you have a lifetime of earnings to you know to to pay for these items, but is that what you want to spend? a significant portion of your future earnings on, which is what mm-hmm. happens when you're buying with credit. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. deciding to say, I'm going to, I'm going to forgo other future opportunities for these black boots. That's a good way to think about it. You're mm-hmm. sacrificing future things. You have to say, this is important enough that yep, I will yep. sacrifice my future paychecks yep. to yep. keep paying for, for it. Yeah, yeah. It's hard though, for people to do this kind of, it's hard for me to do this kind of like oh, self-examination I, I, Looking yourself in the face and telling yourself you don't need it is hard. Oh, absolutely. That that that's that's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for my parents and and their uh, contemporaries who grew up during during the depression, yeah, that was ingrained in them. Mm-hmm. I, I did not grow up in, in the depression, so I, I don't I don't I don't think like that. No. Um, but the the tools that you can use is going back over your prior spending mm-hmm. and looking at at how much money you have at the end of each month or at the end yeah. of each period to say mm-hmm. hey look are, you know is this getting out of line mm-hmm. with my butt am i spending too much in one area mm-hmm. and not and, and not keeping yeah. that and not keeping that in control 
Yeah. And so you got to you got to go back and look at that on a periodic basis. I think another thing that would be helpful is looking at for me personally is looking at when I tend to spend a lot yep. of money. Yep. Because I'm yep. the type of person who like I don't spend like I don't buy anything. I don't buy anything. I don't buy anything. And then suddenly I need a lot of things at one time because I haven't bought them over the course of time. Yeah, that, that, I have I that problem too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's ways that you don't have to necessarily change that about you. You right. just have to say, right. okay, you can't yeah. like you yeah. need to save for yeah. that. You need to save for that time. And you come and you come up with a plan for how yeah. you're going to buy those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't so, need to buy everything uh, at once. That's what I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you know those are the types of things that keep help keep you out of trouble. Yeah, self awareness. Now, the one thing that we didn't talk about is, you know, some some folks have emotional triggers for spending. Yeah. And that's a that's a different issue that, you know, they, you know, you know, because something else happens in their life, they feel better when they go, you know, buy expensive pair of uh, earrings. Right. And 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 you got to be cognizant of that. You got to be mm-hmm. cognizant that if that's a trigger for you mm-hmm. and, um, and that, that's where you might need somebody, you know, in your life to help you with that. Accountability uh, partners. Yeah. yeah accountability partners mm-hmm. or, or your parent saying, I didn't know. When, when did you get those earrings? Christina? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mom roasting me for buying everything that I tried on in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly that. <laughs> It's like, so which ones did you get? I said, all of them. She said, oh. I, 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 heard, I heard that. Oh. <laughs> I heard that. And it wasn't very expensive, to be honest with you. That shopping spree was probably my least expensive. Yeah, that, that's that was beneficial. So another part of this is, um, you know, people can't be miserly about this stuff. You can go to the other extreme. We've talked about this before. And you got people going you know, to the extreme, spending everything, spending money they that they don't as have. As soon yet. as they don't have yet, but, yeah. Yeah, and and but then there's the other way where people uh, shortchange themselves because they're so afraid mm-hmm. that they won't spend, and and they're they're shortchanging that. So it's a balance that you know that you've got to figure out what the right balance is for me at this particular point in, in my life because it, you're. I think people are more healthy psychologically when they reward themselves a little bit along the way. Don't just, you know, starve yourself and say, Oh no, I'm never going to buy a new pair of jeans or, or or I can only buy the, you know, the super duper bargain brand Mm -hmm. of, of, of shoes, even if they hurt my feet. No, right. Don't don't do that. You know, if you if you've got issues with that, you've got to save and and fit that into your budget Mm -hmm. um, as best you can. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to join us again next time. Yes. And if you have any questions for us, you can email us at EFES podcast at gmail.com and follow our Instagram at EFES podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody.